and then I will say, well, you're doing it already. It's on now. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that, that warning. Hi. Hi there. My name's Steph. I have conflicting feelings about being on public buses. That's dope. My name is Kelsey. And one time I uh, pretended that I had a brain injury to get out of a date. <laughs> Shit. And welcome to Caged and Confused. <laughs> All right, you have to go first because that one's great. Okay. Uh, <laughs> She's blushing, by the way. Yeah. In so, case you don't know. <laughs> um, a long time ago, a guy that I really liked in high school, you know when you bump into those people after high school and you're like, what's up? I don't want to talk to you. Well, no, I was like, I want to talk to you because okay. I've liked you in high school a lot and now you're talking to me and we're at a party and this is great. Fabulous. Um, but, yeah, you're not like adult enough to be like, let's go. You're more like, oh, hey, what's up? And, and you're still kind of yeah. caught in that half, you're, you're halfway between holding hands and, and falling down their throat. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> we like made out a little bit, and then he was gonna go away to England and or something, and he was gone for like a week or something. But in a, my I don't know how old he was, nineteen nineteen year old brain, a week is a lifetime. So I'd already mm. moved on and had like three boyfriends by that point. So. <laughs> Yesterday. He came back. <laughs> uh, that's just the Botox. <laughs> so he came back and he was like, "What's up?" And I was like, "Who are you?" And um, uh, yeah. So I actually, I think while he was gone, I did actually try to skate a half pipe and fall and hit my head. So that was real. Hmm. I did actually have a concussion, okay. but I just didn't feel like dealing with it. And I just told him I'd hit my head and I don't remember what he was talking about. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. That's, just to get out of something. it, which is a shitty thing to do, and no one should do that because people deserve respect. But nineteen-year-old brains are, are kids are shit. Yeah, I mean, grown-up kids who turn into adults, little little kids are lovely. Yeah, nineteen-year-olds are garbage. There's a sweet spot, really. Mm-hmm. There's a really small sweet spot. Nineteen is not it. Um, so we have the um, rare opportunity this time that that Kelsey and I are in the same room. We're sitting beside each other. And I'm staring at her beautiful face right now. I've made the journey over from, from yonder, from um, the island. We're also joined by Amber right now, by the way. So if you hear giggling, she's trying to be really quiet, like as quiet as possible. We might uh, but, record um, her later. Yeah, we might, we might to get her to, to like join in. Would it, extra money happen? on a fetish site. Oh, hey. That sounds Ooh. exactly <laughs> that. There, now she's in. Now she's in. We're going to take pictures of her feet and film her chewing. For all you like extra fans. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Um, so I've, I've come over from the island to the big city and um, I hate buses. I have a little bit of, or, you know, a lot bit of, of social anxiety and um, public buses have never been my favorite thing. But I think that there's like kind of an interesting dynamic on a bus and that you are surrounded by strangers and you're all very intimately close like okay so for instance why I thought about this is I was on my way from the ferry to downtown and I sat beside a uh well he sat beside me he made the choice to sit beside me which is wonderful but awful for him but, <laughs> but like he, I was gassy. He, <laughs> that's where my brain went I thought like, uh, last time him, I probably spiked the mic <laughs> So he sat beside me on the bus and as we kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be um, as as polite as I possibly can and keep a little bit of distance between me and the stranger. And then as, you, as time goes on, you're like, you know what? I can't actually hold that position in my body forever. Like I can't, this is not normal. So I start relaxing and he starts relaxing, relaxing, relaxing. <laughs> and he settled very comfortably 
onto my love handle, like what, like as an armrest, <laughs> you know, like, and it was, he didn't go like, oops, sorry. He just like fully got in intimate. There. He got yeah, intimate like with he, you. He like tenderized it a little <laughs> with his arm and was like, yep, that's where my arm goes now. And it was a moment where I was like, do I move? Like, do I scooch out or do I just let him have this? Cause I'm sure that's really comfortable. Like, Girl, I've you got... should have charged him. <laughs> Here's here's my, uh, no, I don't know. I'm not <laughs> with the kids, but like, it was a moment where I was like, I haven't even looked him in the face. He's like, we're both looking the same direction. I have, I don't know what he looks like. I know what he's playing on his phone. You know what he smells like. I know what he smells like. And I know that he likes a nice soft place to rest his arm. So he's a mama's my, boy. Those are my conflicting feelings about the bus stranger. Um, not to derail or take away from your story, but, uh, cause I live in Vancouver, public transit mm. uh, every day. One time I, well, every day on the SkyTrain is being smat, like slashed into a can of sardines and you're dealing with humans. So one day I got shoved onto this SkyTrain and uh, there was like a Sean Desmond looking dude behind me. So I'm like, okay, he's... I had a moment of like, who the who the fuck is that? And now I know. You know. And I'm just like, it's flooding. Back. Yeah. And you're like, continue. Kelsey's ex-boyfriend. Ooh. Okay. So <laughs> so he's behind me and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like he's kind of clean cut looking. It's fine. And uh, a bunch of people are on and I get... I'm crushed up against this dude because December is a hellish time to be on a sky chain. And uh, I'm like, well, could be worse. Nope. He gets a fucking boner. Yeah, that was oh. real. Into my back. I was like, okay, this isn't Into real. Into your back? How tall was the guy? He was a, he was a tall dude. Okay. It was like my tailbone area. But oh. I, I was just like, first of all, I'm like, he must be reaching for his phone because there's no way that's a thing. <laughs> there's no way that's a thing. I've oh. never happened to me before. And uh, I uh, realized that it's not, he's not, and it is, and it's, that's what it was. So uh, I would pay to know what he was thinking in that moment. Don't know. Like, don't know. was an excited like, thought or of like, I don't know. oh my God, this is not a thing. I think like, you might've been just like a younger than maybe he looked and it yeah. was just a whole experience for him, but wow. it doesn't make it okay. And no, but uh, yeah, that's what happened. So yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> buses so i got off easy really no i, I mean just, i got a, a both are fat both have boeing is what i got <laughs> different when they just whip their dick out and rub it on your body well he wasn't whipping it out the, in my I head mean, he like, yeah <laughs> it's not a cartoon in my head he dropped trowel <laughs> there wasn't room to drop trowel <laughs> it was a He's shimmy like... <laughs> earthworm <explosion>. jim <laughs> oh my god yes Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Sorry. All right. So well, before we get started, I feel like um, we need to we need to clear up a few things. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. It's pressure. It's a lot. So Kelsey and I are um, goofy friends who I think we mentioned last time met teaching painting. Yes, we did. Um, <laughs> I feel like anyone who's listening and all all of the fans again, thanks, Mom Ross. and maybe Amber. Um, and Ross. I mean, <laughs> Ross. Thanks, Ross. Thank you, Ross. Love you. You're the best. <laughs> um, you know that we're not professionals at anything here. Um, and that we might not even really stay on, on point no. or on task ever. Not worried about it. Um, <laughs> so if you're coming here for information on uh, like Nicholas a real Cage. serious review on a movie, you've come to probably the wrong place. But also we'd like to point out that we have a lot of spec respect 
Respect. Much we have spec. a lot of respect. So much respect. We took the re. Right we out. have a lot of respect <laughs> and spect for Nicolas Cage, and uh, we would not like to be sued. No, because we think you're fun. You seem like a fun guy, and my mom thinks you're hot. So, date my mom. Wow, I feel like that's almost an insult. Why? My mom, my mom thinks you're hot. My mom's hot. Yeah, that's probably true. It's, she's age appropriate. I'm too little. I'm too little. <laughs> Bless you, Nicolas Cage. I'm just too little. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I could say that Nicolas Cage is hot. No, you're also too little. No. Yes. And also no one has ever said I'm little. That's a fun thing that just happened. <laughs> neither just neither about my like neither of us are age appropriate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mr. Well, Cage is not, I think it's you're not, very attractive, Mr. You know what? Cage, but apparently I'm too little. Don't sue us, but it's not going to work out. <laughs> Great. Anyways, I just felt like I needed to say that. Okay. Just like warn um, Ross and my mom that I'm not good at staying on task. I, my, none they, of my family cares because they just know I'm a loose handle. They're like, my mom's not going to be able to figure she's out doing how to make shit. A podcast work. Like she doesn't know what that is. I, yeah. Sorry if you are listening to this, mom. You're very intelligent. Yes. Mm-hmm. I let my mom listen to one that I did a while ago with Nathan and we were talking about um, Mark Zuckerberg's uh, Facebook scandal Mm -hmm. and my mom asked me why I wasn't talking about anything relevant. (laughs) So, yeah. Sorry, mom. I love you. you. (laughs) So we're talking about Wild at Heart. Yeah. So Nicolas Cage did a movie called Wild at Heart. And uh, Stephanie? What? take it take it away i was burping (laughs) sorry i was was having a burp moment so i like to go into i've seen some Nicolas cage movies but some like the first two that we've watched here have been new to me like heard of them but have been new yeah and i like to go in completely blind and not look up anything about the movie or that's just pulling up a little photo for me that's amazing that Let's talk about that snake. Let's talk about jacket. this outfit candy. But let's let's get into like let's let's, let's like talk about let's get like, into the goods. So the 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 film. The film. The film was filmed in 1990. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want me to okay. This is your your this is my thing? Okay. So um David Lynch. If anyone out there knows that. Oh my god, dude. I didn't even look at the director. I was like, some David Lynch wannabe. That's what I wrote. <laughs> yes. It is David Lynch. It's Shit. not a wannabe. It's, no. it's David, David Lynch, Lynch himself. Most respect. This 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 was an early. Yeah, really early. Yeah, this was like, this was like, this was like that ex boyfriend I told you about. <laughs> <laughs> it um, cut to fire. Cut to fire. Cut to fire. <laughs> Sorry, David Lynch. I respect you. I I haven't really um watched much David Lynch, but as like a person who knows a little bit of nothing about everything um the name comes up Mm -hmm. i feel like in contrast to the previous movie that we watched Mm -hmm. vampire's kiss Nicolas cage's performance was like the most calm thing about this movie yeah it was weird it It was was like he got younger and calmer yeah it was it was like i'm used to that really over the top um amazing what was the what was what did you call it his type of oh um uh um shaman shaman nuevo there you go i'm used to that right Mm. and it felt like the rest of this film um met him there like it, it like everyone caught up and and his performance was 
um, understated. Oh, really? I fully interrupted you though. You were gonna describe the movie, and I like. I wasn't because we didn't like. No. <laughs> was but not. you, but you like were okay. Okay. I wasn't. I was about to okay. scramble. For All right. You doing so that, uh, allow me to quote Wikipedia for Perfect. this. All right. Yeah. So bless you, Wikipedia. Uh, Wild at Heart. It's a 1990 drama, crime drama, if you will. There's a. It's a, actually it's a slashy. It's a drama slash crime. Uh, two hour and five minute film. Obviously, David Lynch. Uh, 80% like this film, according to Google users. So bless you, Google. Uh Um, after breaking parole for self-defense manslaughter, Sailor Ripley and his girlfriend Lula head down the highway to California while discovering hidden secrets about one another. Uh-huh. First description ever. <laughs> Initial release, August 17th, 1990, USA. Director David Lynch. That's fucking hilarious. I can't believe I didn't look for that. Featured song, Love Me Fucking Tender by Elvis. Oh. Remember? He's like, I'll oh. never sing you. I only sing Love Me Tender to my wife. We'll get there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Screenplay, <laughs> David Lynch. Yeah. Uh-huh. Awards, whatever. Uh, act- actors. <laughs> Awards, we don't care. <laughs> Laura fucking Dern. Yeah. As a baby, I had as a sweet baby angel, and and uh, she was better than that part. But uh, hey, you know what? Uh, if you didn't live through an abusive relationship in the '90s, you can watch it. So there you go. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Cage is Sailor Ripley. William Defoe is Bobby Peru. Diane Ladd is what the fuck? Marietta mom? Fortune. Yeah, yeah it's her, her mom. mom. Oh, She's a cow. Mom. Not the not the actress, the no, uh, the character. The mom. Isabel Rossellini as uh, Perdita Dur- um, Durango. I'm yeah, so sure. White. <laughs> Harry Dean Stanton is Johnny Fargot. Fargot. This is my favorite. <laughs> Fargot. This is the best new section of he this was podcast. Great, yeah, he was. No, I mean everyone was favorite. great. Oh, my Cri- oh, this is my favorite. Christian uh-huh. Glover as Cousin Dell. And oh. thank you, motherfuckers. This is the dude from Charlie's Angels that smells Drew Barrymore's hair. That's also. I'm Marty's really excited. Dad. I'm yelling. Marty's dad in Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. This guy. That was the moment. That guy. This guy. I missed the guy. buck. I should have married him. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is that age appropriate? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no. I can find she out real quick. Now. Real quick. Real quick. Someone doesn't care. I can't. Real quick. Nicholas Cage. You no. Nope. You know what? Him. It's a lie. He's not. It's not age appropriate. He's fifty-five. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, bless you. You're still attractive, but we're working within the realms of appropriate. So. <laughs> Here we are. Hmm. Yeah, it was like a nightmare of a movie. It was really interesting. It had a very, what's that movie with Woody Harrelson and Juliette Lewis? Is it? You can speak, Amber. Natural Born Killers. Oh, thank you. Natural Born Killers. It had a very like natural born killers love story esque thing about it. Like there was just, I really believed the relationship between them. Everything else was madness, but the connection between those two, it, it was great. Trying to figure out, trying to find out what I wrote here. I wrote something about like, um, I don't know, I don't know where I wrote it, but I was like, I just like to say, it was like, I'm about to go through my notes, and the title of my notes is so much screaming. Yeah. Oh, here. <laughs> so much. Looks screaming. like a David Lynch knockoff. Literally in my notes because <laughs> yes. I didn't look up the director because I. No, I'm well, a, you were right on target there. But I mean, 
sorry, David Lynch. I respect you. I have like a thing of your short films, but uh, yeah, that was really yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. So first of all, um, what was it? David Lynch. The movie had some issue with um, some of its violence, and I think David Lynch is uh, no stranger to having some issues no. in terms of over the top scenes. Um, he, we was, he commented on um, being surprised that none of the sex scenes were actually issues for them, but it was really the first scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. And there is a scene um, where there, it involves kind of like a voodoo thing and they're torturing, torturing that mm-hmm. nice man. <laughs> it was just torturing of, that nice man. A lot of weird. But like, but start, weird good. talk about starting off with a bang. Like yep. that the beginning of this movie is, is uh, it sets you up for the rest of it for sure. Yeah. Right. Well, it's David Lynch. Now that we, yeah. Like, I don't, you're, yeah. you're having a come to God moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get it now. Yeah. It's all coming together. My first note is no, you know, you, you do yours and I'll do mine. Oh, shit. We can, okay. Or we can go back and forth, whatever. Let's back and forth it. You do it. You okay. My first know. note was this here is a snakeskin jacket. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, and it's a rep of my individuality. I don't know what that yeah. means, but yeah, no, he says several times in the movie, "This is a symbol." Oh, of that's what he said. Yeah, and my belief in personal. This here freedom. is a snakeskin jacket. Is a rep of my individuality. <laughs> well, correct. So about my individuality and belief in personal freedom, it is actually his jacket. Yeah. He was like, "Can I wear this jacket?" And they wrote that into the movie for him. Really? Yeah. See, this is why you do this shit. <laughs> They wrote that. He's like, I want to wear this jacket. I feel like it's in character. And they were like, yes. Absolutely. I feel like it's in character. And I would also like to be totally. my character <laughs> and realize. I would like that jacket. Please. I don't know if I, would like I can afford it, jacket. but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I could see him. Gifting to... it to me? Oh, no. That's not what oh, I okay. Really want, but that's okay. Yet. <laughs> not on the same. Not on the same <laughs> there. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um... He's kind of like an Elvis knockoff here, right? Like yeah. he's, he's like this crooner boy, bad boy thing, which is hilarious to me. They go to this punk show. Oh, yes. Or hard. What, what, this I is was, it's literally my next note is about this punk it's show. It's the punk show. Yeah. And so, they're like mosh pit. Like, yeah. she's wearing no clothes, which yeah. is great. Which is awesome. Laura like, Dern. Get it. She, Do she it. actually yeah. like. She had a uh, written in her con- like previous contracts that she was not going to get naked, and this was the first film that she like broke that rule for. And like, hell yes, girl, you yeah, get yours. That was that was amazing. But they're in this like, is is this is would you say it's a punk show? Hard. I'm well, not sure. So I don't. I'm. It, it seems like a. It's like a. It's hard. Anyways. That era. Like it's 1990, so it's like. It's kind of punky, hard rocky, sort of yeah. headbangy, yeah. sort of pseudo. Exactly. Yeah. And he stops the stops the band with like a snap. Yeah. Everyone gets completely quiet because his girlfriend is being like hit on or insulted by someone. Yeah, and he wants him to apologize. Yeah, wants him to apologize. He's such a jammer man. Oh my god. He's such a jammer god. And then he starts singing. He's also a convicted criminal. <laughs> Just singing. Go Just ahead. Murdered someone. Yeah. yeah. Um, in self defense. Sailor. <laughs> oh, sailor. Oh, sailor. But he starts then singing at this, like, punk show. And what's the song that he sings? It's an Elvis song. It is an Elvis song. Yeah. 
I should have looked that up. But not Love Me Tender because not, that's he will wife. only sing Love Me Tender to his wife. Yeah, his wife. Sailor, why didn't you sing me Love Me? I told you I'd only sing it to my wife. <laughs> but I feel like when I was watching that scene, I feel like if I went to a punk show. And someone did that? And someone started singing Elvis. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't go like that. Like people who go to maybe, okay, this is a generalization and please just watch me put my own foot in my mouth. Yeah, you feel free. But I feel like I've been like the, the kind of shows that I've been to where you're like mosh pit jumping up and down and like, just like, just having a great time being the like anarchist. Yeah. I don't think that some guy singing a sweet, um, stopping everything to, to sing a lullaby exactly to his girlfriend would be like a stopping moment i feel like everyone would be like okay Uh, but i think david lynch is symbolic a lot of times Mm -hmm. so obviously i can't put words in his mouth because we're not friends but yeah so i had an ex-boyfriend who is in like this like actually there's have you you guys heard the band white reaper no no it's a dope band and they have this song out right now and they sound so much like my ex's band and my ex Mm -hmm. had a smoking dope band and they all fell apart. It's really, really sad. But anyways, um, actually, I it, that's a story for another time. They're they're very <laughs> talented, and they they could have gone places, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, so um, one time at a show, we were in a massive, massive fight, and uh, he like stopped the show. Well, didn't really stop the show per se. It was like. Part of the show was mm-hmm. like him banging his sticks. He's a drummer. Yeah. And it was like a love you do kind of moment or love you so. And he like yeah. pointed his sticks at me and it was like everything stopped. Uh-huh. Right? Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like maybe that's kind of what they were going for more yeah. so than everything was you stopped. Had, had that moment. So like maybe the band was still kind of going and like yeah. Nicolas Cage was just like singing to Laura Having Dern. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean. That's just, that was kind of, when I watched that, I was like, okay. <laughs> you can relate to I, I wore a leopard like that once. I think I know what's happening here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Before I like kicked in a door and threw a whiskey box. <laughs> um, but yeah, I found, I find that their, their love and their relationship through it all was pretty believable. And like that kind of teen teenager love like that puppy dog oh my god thing. it like and, like in, perfectly in encapsulated that because it was yeah. tragic and awful <laughs> yeah 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 it was like you're a convicted killer and my mom hates you and i'm gonna like do what i want Man. yeah and, and i'm like super hot and young and time isn't a factor yeah and i can yeah yeah it's yeah like, well was... you're right and then you're not <laughs> so that's good uh but also uh i think did we like we haven't really gone over like the premise of like we I read the Wikipedia thing but like the whole synopsis. You go right ahead. No, you go ahead. I well, did it last time. What you did, but that's I mean maybe that's your job. No, that's, I want you to do it. Okay, um... you're better. <laughs> do better. No, you are better. I'm not. Um. So essentially, he he beats up this guy at the beginning yeah. of the movie, right? He smashes his skull. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. spoilers. I maybe want to yell sports, sports. But anyways. Well, no, I yell sports. (laughs) Sports. Um, It's not wet sport. Secret. (laughs) Secret. (laughs) And um, 
the idea or like the implication of that is that this guy was sent to kill Sailor mm-hmm. from Lula's mom. Yeah. Which is so like there's this dramatic thing. He's got this like tiny little Swiss Army knife that he's gonna kill him with. <laughs> like, <fink. laughs> like, I'm gonna get you. And then he gets his whole head smashed up like insanely. And then there's like a connecting moment between the mom and him, and we're trying to figure out what what has gone on. And so my like assumption was that he was just like a bad guy that was with her daughter. Yeah. And so but... she didn't she didn't like that but as the as you said in the wikipedia entry there um they begin to find more out about each other as they're doing this road trip to california Mm -hmm. i think that's where they're trying to go la something like that hollywood (laughs) they're single (laughs) and ready to mingle they're they're going somewhere um and it turns out that sailor was actually a driver for one of the i can't even remember his name it's like a Starts with an S. Drug dealer for like his Santos. Yeah. Santos. And Santos is like having an affair with her mom. Yeah. Which is, it's so funny because like throughout the movie, she's like, (laughs) she's the worst. Sorry, David Lynch. Love you. Santos. (laughs) (laughs) This, this woman, I like, I tried to look up the red, the red paint. Yeah. I wrote that down. She, we'll get to it. She changed her lipstick with her nails. Like every scene we have to, which is painting her nails every two seconds. Like we have to. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, so so Santos, (laughs) he's a driver, Santos. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, Santos, who's having the affair with the mom, they come up with a plan to kill Lula's dad and light the house on fire. And Nicholas Cage's character witnesses this as he's a driver. And the dad dies. Yeah, that was the plan. And um, Lula's just, she doesn't know anything about it and uh, like details about it. She just thinks that her dad died. And then mm-hmm. Sailor knows about this and he's kind of got this secret from her. Um, he's fallen in love with her, but he also knows that he was there and witnessed the death of her father. And so, convicted of manslaughter. Yeah. 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 So it's their, their road trip together. And so it's like totally her- romantic. He's super romantic. Right? Yeah. Like, we should just start boat. playing Good Charlotte and, like, kind of hanging right now. <laughs> just, like, a really typical or like, no, love story. Fall Out Boy. Dance, dance. <laughs> tell me something, 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 something. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Or what is the other one? Um, the one about the wedding. What's that song? The Panic at Disco. No, it was, like, but the groom's bride is a whore. Is that? Oh. Oh, jeez. I know, right? I mean, listen. Boy bands of the early, yeah, like yeah. But but they're defending her in the song. It just sounds bad, but how I said it. <laughs> close the door. Like, can't anyone close? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. So it's 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 a really uh, so interesting nightmarish story because they're but the people that they, except for the murder and the, <laughs> the people drug that they dealing meet along this trail, um, and the things that they learn each- about each other along this trail. Like it's it's um. It's an interesting one. So in the first scene, Snakeskin Jacket, it's my rep. It's the rep of my individuality because he actually is wearing it and it's dope. And also, after what you just said about the environment and the Elvis and stuff, yeah. I wrote canned screams while singing. No one is <laughs> visibly screaming. So as yes. as Nicolas Cage is singing Elvis, so as I was trying to defend the film and be like, well, sometimes you feel like you're the only person in the room. Um as he's singing, there's women screaming and pawning as if he's Elvis. But as the camera pans, no one's screaming. 
No. Like everyone's just dancing and doing their thing. Like We're it's like just like there and watching. literally it's like you, the camera's panning around and it's like ah! and like it goes around yeah. and it's nothing. Yeah. So it was fun. it was a strange scene for sure. Um I also wrote the cigarette because remember that cigarette that got hucked on the ground? And then when the guy got in Nicholas Cage's so they so <laughs> David Lynch likes to focus on totems. Mm-hmm. So like Nicholas Cage or I think it was him, like hocks a cigarette on the ground. And it's like on the ground. Like if they look at it on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Which is great. Good job. Focus. <laughs> Love it. And then uh, Nick, the guy is like bumps into his girlfriend, Laura Dern or something. He's like, apologize. And he's like, no. And then he flicks him onto the ground too. And his hand goes right onto the lit cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there, there it is. That's why yeah. we saw that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm invested in this. Cigarette. And also there was the, the same scene where it's like, he wasn't sweaty and the camera goes back and he's like super sweaty. Drenched. Yeah. <laughs> so I wrote, a few I wrote not sweaty, then sweaty. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So um, <laughs> the, the next, the next note I have is just Nicholas Cage sex scene. <laughs> That's all wow. I wrote. Yeah. And I think it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. It was, but okay. Sorry, so, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. I'm sure you're great in bed. This this is just a film, but not age appropriate. Yeah, remember you're not age appropriate for us, and this is this age is in 1990, and, and we're just taking it with a grain of salt. We we're we're just looking at this stuff so much more than the previous video where we were talking about like how there was oh, no it was, sex. It was like it was filtered. like made by Mormons. Like it was like yeah. the implication of sex. This was like full on. It was like it was like he had a there choice. Was a, there was a scream sheet. a lot or have sex. And I was like, all right. Okay. I guess I'll have sex. <sighs> yeah. I, I'll let, I'll not scream the alphabet and I'll have sex. Yeah. It was like those. Um, but it wasn't uh, actually sex. It was just like him. Clips. Of bumping things. into Laura. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which sometimes is sex. <laughs> if you're on a sky train. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, it was like shots. You know, like, you know, the ones where there's like. So those those old school sex scenes, like almost on like the what is the something diaries with David Duchovny, Red Shoe Diaries or whatever. Oh shit! Where I think those got a little more racy, but it's like a look. Now I'm doing it like this. One, two, three, four, five. Fade out, fade in. Now I'm doing it like this. One, two, three, four, five. Fade out, fade thrust, in. Thrust, thrust, yeah. thrust, thrust. <laughs> yeah. And One, two, three. And like then it like just, it, it is a like a every teenage thing. girl ever saw ever in any '90s show. It's like. Like, make noise and stretch and grab the thing. It's like, yeah, you're probably not yeah. having a good time. Grab the sheets really dramatically. And yeah. then they, like, reused, like, stock. Like, they, they yeah. reused it was... that for a future sex scene. I remember well, I was watching it and like, I was like, I've seen this exact scene. I feel, like, really bad for women in the 90s and stuff like that. Or, like, us growing <laughs> up and seeing that and being like, that's what we act like. It's like... No, that's just a guy having a good time and yeah. us performing. Yeah. Like, get down that's there and make it work. <laughs> just be involved. Like, jaw. Like, dude. 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 Ugh. Yeah. So the sex scenes were, uh, they were interesting for sure. Yeah. Um, what else I have? Who was the old man boss? So for, there's all of these, like, boss guys. There's the Santos guy. And then we should relook up that, that Wikipedia. I wrote Cats on Fire. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. (laughs) 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 My next note. Okay, so is it cats to fire? Cats. 
I had a drink cuts when to, I wrote Cuts this. to fire? Oh, cuts to fire! Cuts to... That's what I meant! I'm really happy it's not Cats on Fire because I did not see Cats on Fire. And I was so worried, yeah. I was like, fuck, it, cut, it like randomly just keeps cutting back to this Keeps cutting to fire. fire. But I guess if you, anyone knows David Lynch, um, it's a typical kind of trait, not specifically, but anyways, when I was watching it, I'm like, fuck, it looks like a David Lynch knockoff. Like, it keeps cutting back to fire, but it's not quite timed properly. Yeah. But bless you, David Lynch, you're great. I recognize now this is your first thing, but it's also kind of fun because I didn't know. Yeah. And, and that's I, the best and thing about I, going into these blind is yeah. like, yeah, discovering those. So, ones. Uh, so the, the respect. Mr. Reindeer is who I'm thinking of. Okay. He's like this old man who only has topless women around him. Like Prozac started just, working on a dog. Just <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> uh, for anyone that might be listening that doesn't know. And my dog has an anxiety disorder and she also has stitches and her meds started working just now. She and just she, made a big noise and she's happy. She went, oh, yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so. There it is. So Mr. Reindeer, we, we first see him on the phone. He's taking a shit while a, while a young woman with no top is, like, dancing for him while he's mm-hmm. pooping. And which, I'm like, That's which is... a fun activity <laughs> for her. Like, you <laughs> sit around while also, this guy is, like, pooping. Yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, just to, like, understand the dynamics of that, though, like, is that fun for him? Yeah, we don't, we don't have a male presence. I feel like we need to phone a friend. <laughs> phone a friend. Yeah. Would you like to watch a topless woman? But the thing is, she's not even facing him. Yeah. So she's topless, but he can't see it. Yeah, but her, her butt's and there. And she's dancing for him. Yeah. While, like, does maybe it's like a, you know, when you like for little kids, you sing the poopy dance. Should I call a friend? Should we ask If him? you want to call okay. a friend and ask them if they get. I'm kind of curious. Well, we can, you can keep going and I'll just like, I'll just chime in and be like. <laughs> okay. Uh, I gotta find who. So we see Mr. Reindeer again um, a little bit later, and he is sitting in a large chair flanked by two women um, with uh, their topless. Mm-hmm. And he's on the phone. And what I thought was hilarious, and I wrote in my notes, is that they're just having like their own conversation while yeah. he's doing his thing. Like they're just chatting like a bunch of girls. And one of them's like, that little bitch. Susie stole my comb. I hate that stupid little shit. They're having this like <laughs> conversation about like how Susie. I don't know who Susie is. Maybe you know she's what? I can't. I can't ask this one. person this. I'm gonna Why? veto it because because then I'm gonna have to explain it. No. What What are we asking? Because I'll just call Ross. Oh yeah, call Ross. But what are we asking him? If he could, if he if if he's like on the toilet taking a shit and and a topless woman's dancing. Yeah, I was gonna text my friend Dave and I was like, I have to explain it. I don't feel like explaining it. Should I put him on speaker? Yeah. Okay. But Susie. Susie, that little bitch stole a comb. Damn. That's what she did. Damn. I just thought it was really funny that they're just like casually standing there. Hello. Hi, handsome. How you doing? You gotta tell him what he's doing first. I'm good, pretty lady. Okay, well, you're just, currently. Just find you're doing it on purpose. I am. I am. I call him accidentally all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are currently on speakerphone, and you are on the podcast, and I have a phone a friend question for you, my dear. Oh, because okay. because I I was like oh I I could I could do this and I was gonna call my friend and I was like no because I have to explain it so and and you'll just be able to answer because you watched the movie and have oh. some reference so remember that old man Mr Reindeer in Wild at Heart he's the one who had all the topless ladies 
Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So the first scene that we see him, he's, like, on the phone. The the mom is calling him to, like, arrange the killing of a sailor. And he's on the phone, and yeah. they pan out, and there's, like, a, a young woman in underwear but no top, and she's kind of just dancing, and it turns out that he's on the toilet. Taking a poop. Right. Okay. I, I don't remember that. Yeah. Now, so yeah. the question is, because we're all ladies here. So we were just... We have no male perspective. We so wanted we, to get the male We're trying to be even. Oh. Um, I was like, are they going to ask me to remember things? Because I thought they were Nope, 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 nope. We're calling you exactly for that. We're purely calling on your strengths right now? Yeah. Would it be helpful to you uh, to have a topless woman dancing while you were taking a shit? Is that is that something that's good? Is that appealing to you? Would that help your poop come out nicer? Or... Whatever. Or not. Uh, um, Basically, I, would that be like, is that like an arousal tactic? Or is that just like because you're in a movie that's really weird and the director's like, let's just do this because it's weird? Or I'm going to go with the latter. I mean, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm sitting on the can, dropping a deuce. Yeah. And there's... <sighs> A topless woman dancing. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, probably not saying no, but it's probably not helping anything in any way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it would do the opposite. I also feel like that character must be like so like far gone, drugged out, and bizarre where he's like, it's like when you come to someone's house and they have porn magazines on their coffee table. Yeah. And like cocaine. Yeah, and like, you're like, you you're live? here now. Yeah. <laughs> like, what this reality is, do This you is the in? level you're at. <laughs> yeah. And what reality does, like, topless... Maybe he just needs to have them around at all times. Because, like, pooping is great, but I like it by myself. I'm a private pooper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know too many people that are, like, down with multi-personnel pooping. Amber? So. <laughs> Amber? I mean, I had a roommate. I was really <laughs> But was it necessary that you were together to poop? There was a closeness, all right? Okay. <laughs> We're going to leave Amber you know have what? that private moment. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, thank you, honey. Thank you, Ross. Thanks yeah. for thanks nope. for weighing in on that one. We just wanted to make sure we weren't excluding um, the male, male perspective. perspective. Yeah, that's it. No problem. Totally understandable. Thank you All for right. being our guest speaker. <laughs> Ross, everybody. Yay! Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so there okay. you go. I mean, I can't say that he speaks for all men, but he speaks for one. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I Um, I can't imagine um, being more relaxed by the presence of an attractive person while I was... Jordan's uh, friend of... Jordan's? I should probably... Whatever. Wow. Yep. So a friend of his... A palindrome sentence. Yeah, a friend of his. (laughs) Thank you. uh, His friend, his wife, was like... I sit on the, no, she's in the shower and her husband sits on the toilet and poops and they talk. And I was like, which is totally cool in any relationship. Yes, absolutely. Power. Do it. Get it. Closeness. I don't want that closeness. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to smell what came out of him. No. But I also really like that they're there because like everyone poops and who gives a fuck? Yeah. 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 I am lactose intolerant and I smell sometimes. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah. But it's like, you know. My family has yeah. like a history of IBS, which I believed I, I yeah. talked about last time. And um, 
that was my least favorite thing is when, cause it was like, you couldn't lock the door when you were in the bathroom because someone might need to emergency poop. Yeah. Emergency. That's poop. a big deal. Emergency. And, so, <laughs> and it was like, my least favorite thing is when I was having a shower and someone would be like, well, it's happening. I'm like, uh-huh. well, I, I mean, I'm like trapped here. Like I'm like a hostage in this bathroom while, and like the steam mixed with the smell, like it would just like, it was thick. It just, that's not my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't. uh, My dad said that when I was little and he used to take a poop in their like old bathroom when I was little, which for some reason houses in the eighties had carpet in the bathroom. I don't Mm. know. So he said mm-hmm. I used to like come over in my diaper and sit beside the toilet in the morning and like talk to him and yeah. baby talk and just like take in all the smells and like just have the best time. And I'm like, wow. So like that's probably why I don't care what food tastes like now. <laughs> that's probably why I don't cook. Yeah. Actually, I like burnt food. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. Um, so right here I wrote uh, started smoking at four. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, when they started about smoking at fork. Um, they're both having. Well, they're having that custom uh, after sex cigarette. Yeah, yeah. And then when they're driving, so they do this thing where <clears throat> they like leave and they take off. And they're driving, and he's like, "I'm gonna skip parole." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, really? That's so romantic." No, bitch, that's abusive. <laughs> Fuck that no. guy. Sorry, Laura Dern. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, everyone involved. Sorry, Sorry everyone. Involved. That's just like the. Just don't, guys. Yeah. Everyone. Um, Laura Dern, as they're driving away, she's like, he's like, whatever, whatever, like, I'm skipping parole, like, I'm, I'm like a murder suspect, and Laura Dern's like, manslaughter, not murder, don't exaggerate. <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> Girl! It's bad! It's all Just bad! It's hard. bad! And that's what, they have that, like, that, that very mm, typical, like, fiery, outlaw relationship. Thing that yeah, is completely believable between them. Oh, it's like it's like you. It's like watching a fiery car wreck. Everyone's mm-hmm. been there, and you're like, "Fuck, get away from that." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I wrote something. Like, I don't know what I wrote now. In the brains, in the brains. This is my favorite. Is is trying to dissect your nose. I know there's mess. Cats on I, fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to disclose that I'm a designer and I work on the internet and with <laughs> tablets and I don't write a lot. In the brains, the something with gun. Oh, the help! No, the we're gonna ignore or... that. Okay, cool. Moving on. Uh, car dancing. Okay, talk about the car dancing. Okay, okay, talk okay, okay. So they're leaving, and like, there's a little bit of music, and they're like kind of driving, sort of, but they're like the most exaggerating, ridiculous car dancing I've ever seen. So good. it was literally like the director was like, "Go," and they're like. Uh, 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 it was it's just unnatural dance, and perfect dance. it was yeah. perfect and i need mm-hmm. i need to make there has to be a giphy of that somewhere yeah it's so bad there, yeah there did you find it <laughs> no oh. yeah it's so bad but it's like it's also so good because it's, it's so it's like it's like um if you've ever seen the room um mm. tommy wazoo or whatever okay okay he's he's like an actor he's not an actor but he's like pretending to be a person it's like pretending to car dance yeah it's just brutal yeah like caught in the act of acting yeah i burped again (laughs) it's it's like the best part about the whole movie is the bad car dancing Mm -hmm. um i also wrote squeaky guy remember the guy on the phone when they're like in the car they cut to the guy in the bar and he's like talking to there's so many laura dern's mom and it's like they're, they're so here. Many... Remember, he's like, they're here. They're in the 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then my following note is, looks like a David Lynch knockoff. <laughs> there we go. And there it is. Sorry, David Lynch again. Oh, man. Oh, boner with a capital O. Yeah, he says that. <laughs> and I remember being like, what, wouldn't I have a capital yeah. B? I just, I'm I wrote so down confused. everything. Yeah. No, absolutely. I just have cousin Dale dot 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 Y. So she brings up this story. Right, that's the Dale. Charlie's Angels Crispin guy. Crispin Glover yeah. plays cousin For no Dale. reason while they're in bed, Who, right? Yeah, they're like, why are they talking about it? I have yeah. no idea. She just brings up a thing. A cousin, and he's like disappeared. Yeah, he's vanished. He's gone. But he got he out of the like film fast. Got in, got out. He was like a. He was a. There was something. I don't know. Wrong with him. There was a thing, but like this, total. I feel like this movie was a. Was one story and then a million interjections. You know what? It's like kind of how I try and tell a story. To you know people. what I feel like we should do is we should just read the scripts. Oh, God. <laughs> <Of> these movies. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. God. look at look at wait. Yep. Um, mom with red paint on their face. Mm. Jingle Dale. <laughs> Jingle Dale. Yes, That's she called him. Yes, she called him Jingle Dale. Oh, but wait, back God. up for a second. Yeah, it cuts to the mother, and she's in the bathroom on the phone to the squeaky guy. Yeah, and the squeaky guy is telling the mom where they are. So and by, it cuts to just, the mom. Just, the mom is sent multiple killers to yeah. go kill Sailor. Yeah. The first guy's like, okay, I'll go do it for you. I love you. The yeah. second guy's like, okay, I'll go do it, but I'm going to kill the first guy too because I know yeah. he loves you and I want a piece of that. Yeah. So he's like, as long as you're cool with me also killing him. She's like, don't do it. And, but she's like, okay. So then she's got like multiple people out to go and get Sailor. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she's having a, they cut to her having a breakdown in her bathroom and she's like this kind of like fabulous sort of like, Glamour. 80s era Pamela, yeah. whatever with long bleach blonde hair, wigs, wigs the best wig, well the worst wigs, the worst but wigs. whatever. <laughs> and uh, she's like drawing lipstick all over her face, like she's this like yeah. like she, it ends up her whole face is red and her hands are red, and she's on the phone holding the phone all dainty like, like like I don't know like, like a beautiful lady like like she's holding it with her thumb and some of her fingers and she's like don't do it. Don't, no. don't kill him. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, it's God. not Disneyland. And you have red paint on your face. You're scaring kids. It doesn't make sense. She, every scene that she was in uh, made me uncomfortable. Yeah, I no, hated every single scene that she, she was in. She has feel bad better talents sure. than that. Yeah, and that's what I looked I looked yeah. up information about but, her. But uh, it, a... it was a fun, fun film. <sighs> so I wrote red paint on her mm-hmm. face, and then it cuts to what you were talking about. Dale. Yeah, in bed. Jingle Dale. Yeah. For some fucking I... reason. Because he loved Christmas. Oh. Remember? She's like, he loved Christmas yeah, so he much. Did, and he was mad when it wasn't Christmas. Yeah, he would set up for Christmas all the time and his mom would be like She was he was always in like a Santa scene. Yeah, it's not Christmas. What are you doing? Yeah, and he would get really angry about it. What I just have fuck? cousin Dale Y and then I've written cockroaches in underwear. And then Johnny Barking. <laughs> Johnny Barking. I wrote Johnny Barking plus red face. <laughs> Wondering, I think Johnny. Bar- <laughs> no, because remember her boyfriend barked. He barked. I don't I do? There's a lot. This this movie was for sure. Um, he barked at her. Come on. <laughs> who barked at who? I don't know. Like the Johnny, the first guy, he barked on the phone. He barked at her. Oh, vaguely remember. Ah, Jesus Christ. I vaguely remember. I mean, it, there was so much. Oh, and then I wrote vomiting without putting hair back. Because she had that oh. big wig. And after he barked at her, she's like, 
and like it was clearly not happening because all of that hair as a woman i've held up all yeah all of our girlfriends Mm -hmm. hair right Mm -hmm. right right and men, I'm sure, have also held up their girlfriend's hair, so I shouldn't have said it as a woman. Yeah. Anyways, but, like, I know of that's all, not how that shit works. No. She went back, and she had, like, shit on her face. And I was she like, had a couple chunks, but not. Your hair is perfect. Yeah. Not, not, no. not happening. Um, elf slippers? Yeah. Yeah. She was wearing elf slippers. I wrote that down. I remember that as well. They Music like, on the radio the plus going? desert dance. Remember when they got the car, and the yes. person was dead for some fucking reason? <laughs> <laughs> So so it's after like a fever dream after <laughs> so after all this dream. happens they leave the bar so like the mom calls the dude in the bar and and they're in the bar he's like they're here with the squeaky voice and then she is all red faced and weird and then vomits and then uh, <laughs> elf slippers <laughs> and then uh, Nicholas Cage and Laura Dern leave and they start driving and they randomly find a woman that's been stabbed in the desert. And like after they just oh, it's a car accident. Yeah, sorry. She was stabbed. Yeah, no, it was a car accident. She's got internal bleeding. Right, she dies. (laughs) And then like they just leave it. They don't even go into it. She's dying in front of them. But they leave her, and they randomly start dancing in the desert. Yeah, they just start dancing. Yeah, Yeah, because what else would you do? You wouldn't like let someone know. I guess if you're running away. I wrote short hair, long hair. That's a fun note. <laughs> I think it was because her mom had long hair and then short hair. Oh, the wigs. Yeah, that's, so many yeah, that's, of I think the wigs. Bleeding fur. <laughs> this is my favorite. I hope no one finds this diary of yours. Like this woman's lost it. <laughs> Cats on fire, bleeding fur, elf shoes. <laughs> Weird. Fuck me now. Reggae something. <laughs> Wow! Wow! These are my That's, own notes. I know you were. Uh, okay. I, Wait, I'm almost done. Caught it. Oh, almost okay. done. Okay, fair. Uh, dope. Fuck you, Ron. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, super hot girl. Questionable eyebrows. For <laughs> 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 less dancers. Wow. <laughs> and that's where it's just... It's, that's where it, it just it, stopped. It, that's nothing. And I was There's like, I just can't. That. I just... I love the questionable eyebrows, though. Super hot girl. Questionable, questionable eyebrows. eyebrows. I was at the <laughs> hut, remember? The little hut. He randomly shows up to that hut. It was like smoking hot model. Oh, yeah. I was, was like, like damn, what's her girl. Daughter? And I was like, eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> she was really hot, but and she then, had like a really bad wig. Yeah. And, and Well, then they went to that weird place and there was like... He like goes inside and then there's all these burlesque dancers that like flood outside. He's mm. walking past. I'm like, what are you? What are you Where doing? Are we? What's what? happening? Yeah, I know burlesque dancers. They don't just show up randomly. Yeah, they need to make money. They don't just appear. They also end up in this like really They're talented creepy, people, creepy backcountry. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. That's and what... and the there's they're making a porno. Oh, and they're saying they said they're making it um Texas style. Dope. And then these big girls, such as myself, come out. And I'm like, oh, is that what Texas style porn is? <laughs> like, I, until you said that, I completely forgot. Now I want to look up Texas style porn. <laughs> okay. But so. Oh, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Amber. <laughs> Thank you. But let's let's take a moment to talk about um, Defoe and his performance. Okay. He, uh, I mean, I adore him. Uh, I think he's an extremely talented actor. I think that in this film, Spider Man. Oh, I mean everything. 
He Spider-Man. plays Bobby Peru in Spider-Man. this. And he's got like a, a tooth issue. Yeah. He's got like a thing that he puts in. Is it a like real a... tooth issue? No. Like, like what's his face? Yeah. What's his face? Yep. Uh, who had the Jim Carrey? Remember for Dumb and Dumber, he had an actual, his tooth was actually split. Did not know. Yeah, well, now you know. Now, now I know. What's his face? Jim Carrey. Bless you, no, Jim we Carrey. had like a, an insert that okay. he put in to be this like creepy. Well, he like, wasn't like a motivated, real method actor, was he? Mm. You should mm. fuck mm. your teeth up, mm. Willem. Smash your face. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like insanely creepy in this. Like he was this real backcountry, like gummy. I, I, I will say because at first I didn't really nightmare. realize it was him. Yeah. It was super hilly. He has a hill sides. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was like extremely convincing. And he was like, there's this one scene where he gets um, rapey uh, with Laura Dern's character, Barf. Lula. And it was one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever watched. And he did that so well. Like it was basically him monologuing while she stood there uncomfortable. But the way that he acted that was like, exactly how you feel when someone has a boner behind you on the bus and worse like he was just it was a lot it was a lot and he's he was like the creepiest like there was a lot of creepy moments like i said like total fever dream of a movie yeah uh lots and of also, interjections of like weird where you're like why did that happen why as did best happen? we know that person is a good person yes yeah. yeah. So like that's a hope. lot. We that's a hope. lot for both those characters yeah. to do something like that. But he was uh those people. one of the most terrifying parts of that movie for me. Yes. So he he gets really uh hills have eyes. <laughs> and really gross with Lula. And then he goes and hangs with uh Sailor right after. Like it's normal. Like you wanna go for a beer? Let's go for because a beer. Because he thinks it's normal. Yeah. Because that like, character I can treat thinks that. it's normal I can that treat your woman like that, and then I'm going to come and, and, and she's just, like, horrified. If I were her, I would have just thrown up all over him. Like, oh, that's Something. normal, too. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is how we, like, talk on my planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Projectile vomit never. As much as everything was a little uncomfortable, that was, like, one of the most uncomfortable scenes for me. So if uh, you are planning on watching the movie, be prepared. Be prepared for that one. What else? We'll keep going because my notes ran out. <laughs> well, let's see what the rest of my notes say. Um, my notes were... So I said that my uh, own. Lula looks like she has fleas. Because every time she <laughs> that reacts sounds like a to note something, to me. <laughs> she, she goes like this. Like she, uh, you can't see me podcast people, mom. Laura but Dern puts her arm. She lifts her arm up to her head and she's like, like she's oh my faint. god and she's holding her hair and fleas like or that lice. was her yeah, something like she's got some sort of scalpel issue a skin issue um and it was constant like it was just like that like you know that like woe is me where you put the back of your hand on your forehead you're like oh i'm god, a damn so soul but it was like that but like big hair grabbing. woe is fleas <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a lot um she also like I feel like movies nowadays um, expect their audience to be of a certain intelligence or like they leave more to the imagination or for you to put things together. Like nowadays, you mean like now, like, like now it's like Captain America. They know that you're going to, they know that you're going to fill in the gaps. You're going to try and, and that's like kind of the joy of it is you're going to figure out as the story goes along. She was like narrating what's happening. Yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. She was like, this and this and this is happening. What? I mean. She was in a car accident and now she's dying in front of our eyes, Sandler. And I was like, oh, you're like. 
beating this. Yeah, that's fair for like the early eight or late eighties. It was interesting. It was an interesting. But like also with with that being said, like Jordan, bless his heart. We if we go watch a movie that's jumping in time, he's like, "What's happening?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What? What do you mean? What's happening? You work in film, yeah. So <laughs> you you understand. So I I get it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, go ahead. I just feel like that more so these days are is just kind of left for people to figure out. It was it was kind of interesting to have this while everything was being really confusing, while all of these like random scenes cockroaches and underwear and like albino people and like this voodoo like all of this really um strange stuff happening it was funny to have her explain the easy to understand stuff like I just thought it was like yeah we get that she's dying in front of us honey like that that's not the part I need you to explain to me can we rewind a little bit I need to know what happened over here Mm -hmm. like that's not the part that confuses me um she also tells (laughs) she also tells Sailor that she's pregnant and he goes to light two cigarettes. And I'm <sighs> like, oh, he's going to give her one, right? And, but no, he just starts smoking the two cigarettes. <laughs> like, that's a two cigarette kind of problem. Yeah. <laughs> like you're or like one for you I or need... one for me, one for the baby. <laughs> like, this is, this is what's going to happen. Um, and then I have uh, lots of Wizard of the Oz. Wizard of the Oz. Yes. Wizard of Oz references. So there was like a constant. Her character, Laura Dern's character, really did remind me of that like naive country girl who's trying to find the like what's at the end of the golden so she's like wearing leather pants and a leopard top she's just a little more like scantily clad i've been there but like she had the red shoes so she did the little tippy tappy thing and she's got references to her mom being this like wicked witch of the of the west my mom wasn't a witch (laughs) (laughs) all the retract my mom was for a time Um, but yeah, there was lots of, and, and that kind of, you know, when it, it goes over to the, like you said, the cats on fire <laughs> cuts to the fire scenes a lot. It was that kind of like reality versus what was actually, we going don't convert, we don't convert, <laughs> we don't condone animal burning. No, we don't convert. We don't convert. But yes, <laughs> we don't convert. Um, and then the, the other, the last thing I'm going to have is graphic head shot off. Um, that was the other scene right? that was all, that was apparently um, a bit much for 1990 first viewers. Yeah, I think it, I got to find that note. But David Lynch said something about like um, most of the people on first viewing of this movie didn't like it. So I walked out. That's fair. And then he went to change it and had the exact same reaction. So it was like, well, I had this is not going to be a thing. Though. When I was in school <laughs> and I'm not sure if it's at this little last podcast, maybe it did, maybe it didn't. But when I was in school, I had an art teacher tell me that if you don't piss someone off, you didn't do your job right. Oh. Yeah. Very interesting. Yep. He was like, if if you don't make someone stop and turn around and look, you didn't do your job right. I was like, <laughs> okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's, I can see that. That's probably why I was a little shit in art school. <laughs> yeah. I can totally see that. I think if you're not pissing people off when when it that is part of your job is to challenge my time in art school was weird i feel like that's supposed to be the way though yeah but like now as an adult person looking back i'm like what like we (laughs) we we uh a guy i went to school with chad and i would draw with marker on the windows and everyone would be like oh it's the art kids it's fine 
It's like, that isn't okay. (laughs) That's vandalism. Yeah, you you guys, I remember like I went to university and our like art area was like the art buildings were separate from the rest of the school and for good reason. But we went over there and I remember writing Justin Timberlake (laughs) in Sharpie on the window. I don't know. I don't know. And like Justin Timberlake and like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle and they'd be like, that's cool. They're expressing. I was like, this is fine. I don't know how that was fine. <laughs> well, I remember doing homework with um, friends of mine and one of my, like, well, it was my cousin and her friend. One of them was taking law and the other one was taking science and I was in art. And we we're like, let's t- get together and do our homework and study. And, and they would have books out and they would be reading and taking notes. And I would be like smashing shit together and putting it in the microwave and seeing what it would do. And then taking close up pictures of it and then trying to replicate that with a painting. Right? Like it was just like totally different parameters for what schoolwork was. But like when you're trying, no one's individual, really. No. And you're in art school and you're trying to do something that's like drawing new. pictures that are like bloody or weird you're or like. You're trying to be like cool I'm and, unique. You and, and you And like everything we do is, is, is derived from something we've learned, whether we wanted to or not. So I don't think there's, I think that's why sometimes people like David Lynch try and go this like over the top. Why you gotta piss people off? I would be like, a little shocking. I would like to I, like if he could sit here with us right now, I'd be like, explain this and like no disrespect, like no, like we're not fucking with you. Just like, like tell us, mm-hmm. tell us. Where do you think he from? would? Do you think he would sugarcoat it, or do you think he'd be like, yeah, it's going through some shit, and like whatever. <laughs> I think or, that people would probably be proud of it. We were no, oh, you have to be like, proud of it. It's a big movie, but amazing. I mean, yeah, don't yeah. not be proud of it, but like dissect it. Yeah, like, like there's a bunch of shit that I've done where I'm like, oh yeah, that was like super cool, but like looking back, oh, I was kind of a piece of shit, and I was like, whatever, and being a bit lazy or uh, doing this thing with this, per- I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, looking back on our work is always fun. <sighs> Yuck. Looking back on life is fun. My Instagram account is a dumpster fire. It's great. (laughs) I'm like, wow. My girlfriend's like, every time she's like, oh, is this, this is like, like, because she's like, what is your Instagram? I'm like, design and lifestyle. It's my design account, but it's also my own face. Yeah. And then she's like, okay. And then I'll post something. She's like, is this design or lifestyle? I'm like, it's both. It's like. My face with a pizza. <laughs> Shut up, mom. I'm expressing myself. Yeah. <laughs> you don't understand. You don't so, understand. So yeah, Nicolas Cage. Another good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Another great one. Definitely worth it. Yeah, we were talking to a friend tonight who actually legitimately, this is one of his favorite movies. I feel like we movies. should get Nicolas Cage tattoos. I mean, I, I don't have any, so. I'll draw one on you an eyeliner. Perfect. Good, good first. first. Yeah. Yeah. Start, Why not? start with that. Nicholas Cage, if you listen to this, can you pick out which face you want? <laughs> wow. It's got to be the crazy eyes. Please. It's got to always be the crazy eyes. So part of the reason why I am here um, visiting Kelsey right now is that we are actually going to see um, a Nicholas Cage movie tonight. The Color of Space. <laughs> I'm so excited. Which it's going to be quite the him. jump in terms of uh, the age of Nicholas Cage. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be quite the quite the thing 
So we will have um, a little bonus uh, video, bonus podcast on that. And then we'll resume going through pow, like, pow, the pow, older pow, pow. Ones. Yeah. Maybe I'll write notes wee, in the dark. Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> Which will be worse More than... More cats on fire. <laughs> this cat is on fire! <laughs> so I think my notes became part of the segment. <laughs> they are, yeah. Your notes are hilarious. Um, I promise I can actually write and spell, but... Sometimes. Anyways. <laughs> but thank you. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Ross, for listening. Thank you, Amber, for being here. Thank you, Amber. Thank you, Ross. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Ross. <laughs> Ross, thank you. And then also you. thank you, Ross. Thank you, Ross. Thanks for participating bless Ross. in my life. And also this. Bless you, Ross. Um, and we'll, we and will... bless you, Nicolas Cage. Oh, bless you. Are you sir? Is he knighted? We did this last time. We knighted him. We knighted him? Yeah. Bless you, we sir, Nicolas Cage. We have that power. Bless you, Sir Nicholas Cage. My chair sounds like that. That's what's an extra we, kind of special how we, blessing. How do we, how do we close it out? I don't know. I don't know how we close it out. <laughs> Amber. You have an intro, like a cage. It's caged and confused. confused. Yeah. So maybe we say thanks something like for, that. Thanks for hanging out for caged. Not confused and caged. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to say something smart, and I'm like, I can't. I, I, uh, I got something smart. I guess there it is. <laughs> uh, good night, San Diego.